0: Amen. Well, good morning, everybody. You may take your seats. Good morning to everyone online. So great to be able to connect with you. If you're new here, we haven't met yet. My name's Michelle, and it's great to come around the Word of God. Who loves the Word of God? Yeah? Who's into the Word of God this year? Something that we're all rallying around to be able to have that Word of God in our lives on a daily basis, allowing it to shape us, transform us to be able to work in our lives, that we will become more and more like Jesus, never get there, but on a daily basis, that it can shape us and transform us. And we're coming around the Word this morning, and as we do that, we're going to look in uh, Philippians. We're in a series called Being the Church, and last week around worship, and I hope that this morning, who, who started singing from their homes into this place, thanksgiving, joyful praise as we come, and just loved how we were able to come around worship, to be able to put and acknowledge God first in our lives. And as we do that this morning, we're going to continue on being the church and looking at what the word says that helps us to be the church in today. My, um, this week, or actually earlier on, we've been doing these renovations at home. And anyone done renos before? like just, you know, the renovations, and there's just a lot of talk around renovations. So, you know, forever just um, I'm talking about different things, what I'm thinking, changing my mind, talking about all these different things. And if you haven't noticed already, our phones, you know, Apple phone particularly, it has this little orange light that indicates that somebody somewhere is listening to the conversation and the algorithms start Feeding on your social media, and I'm particularly been talking around this idea of you know, kitchen renos. And so now there's cabinet, cabinetry places coming and popping up on my social media feeds. There's ovens, there's stoves, there's good guys, there's Rick Hart, there's you know, winning appliances online. All these things that are coming up on my feed, which in some ways. I don't know, it's pretty helpful for my situation um, because I don't have to now Google like what are the appliances or who is the cabinet maker. But what that has done is it spoils us for choice that this, what Google has picked up is something that I'm interested in. And it's feeding that thing. And so I'm getting a bit picky and a bit spoilt for choice in this. And so I'm like, what an oven that doesn't self-clean? No way. And push that aside. And what an oven door that doesn't slide into itself? No, that's not for me. And it keeps feeding this what we're interested in. And it becomes about, you know, what I'm interested in, these these, um, feeds that keep feeding that in my life. We're going to look at um, the scripture this morning. And we're looking around this idea of um, where Paul writes to the uh, Philippi church. And we live in this world that we have so much that can come and serve us, our interests, our needs, all about me. What Paul writes here to the Philippian church, that will help us this morning to be the church that God intends So we're going to open that up in Philippians chapter 2. If you haven't got your Bibles, we got you. It's on screen there. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of mind, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Paul over here, he writes, and he's he's writing from this place of being in prison, and he's writing to the church of um, Philippians there, the Philippian church in Philippi, and he's exhorting this church here. He's speaking to them from this place of... Church, this is going to do you well if you grab hold of this. I'm not sure if you've ever had that in your family situation, and there's something that you're quite passionate about, and you're like, kids, I need you to get hold of this thing. As when we're um, seeing this writing of what Paul is speaking to the church, he's like, this unction from him, this this value that he says, that church, grab hold of this. In our family, that um, from a young age... We have um, spoken to our kids, with a bit of gun. It's huge for our church at True North Church. That as we come around, that we as a church would know that tenderness of Jesus. That we would know of the love of Jesus. That we would know that sharing in the Spirit. That as a church, that we grab hold of this. And this is huge for us to grab hold of. That as Paul starts and writes this letter to the church, that he's like, okay, I'm going to play every card that you would get and grab hold of this. That we would begin to others before our own needs. That we would start to begin to st- look at the interests of other people. What Paul is writing here is this exhortation to the church. That we would grab this attitude of looking to others. That we would grab this attitude of looking out for others. That we would take hold of this. And that, that church of, the church of uh, Philippi that this is how they would start to relate to one another, that they would have this attitude and this, um, this mindset to be able to look to others, the other needs and the other interests above their own, that they would take hold of that. And over here, what, when Paul writes this, there is no question about are they, they're not doing this. When he writes to them... They are already doing this, they're already um, demonstrating that. He says that continue to demonstrate that. They already have these looking out for one another, they're already um, looking at other people's needs around their own. But he's saying demonstrate this to one another as a church of Philippi, that you would be a people that would look to other people's needs, other interests, that you would look out for one another. That Paul urges them to do that. And today, that in 2023, being the church, that we too would be a people that would look out for others, that we would look to others' needs, would look to other people's and what they are needing. He urges us in this, when he looks at this, when he's writing these words, that sometimes we can make it about our own, make it about me, But actually, how do we look to the needs of others? Paul encourages the church to look there first. Look at the interests of others. He has encouraged these people. So what now does it look like for us to look to others? In verse 5 it says, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in the very nature of God, did not... that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father to be able to look to others what needs to to happen and to be able to be able to take on from us is this mindset of Christ to be able to have that mindset of Christ, to be a person that to be able to look to others' needs beyond, before mine, is to be able to have this mindset of Christ. I'm not sure about you, but to be able to take on that mindset of Christ is not always my first go-to. It's not always my first thing. Do I first look to my own needs and what's happening on the, on the kitchen front, or do I, am I looking at other people's needs? of what Jesus writes here and where we see this picture of Jesus who has come, that he gave up all of heaven to come and be in this human likeliness, that he took on the form of man, giving up all that he was entitled to, to be able to humble himself and come and to be able to serve and not be served, that Jesus flips that script and in a time and a world of which we live in, that that script isn't easily flipped sometimes for us. To be able to, the world would say, do it your way, have it your way, look after yourself, be happy, live your best life. To have a mind of Christ is to be able to have this mindset of actually how do I serve someone else? How do I look to others? How do I, how can I serve and love you? To be able to have a mindset of Christ. The church there and then, when um, we look at um, Paul writing to the church at that point, there's a church where he sees that this is in operation. This is the church being the church where they're relating to one another, putting others' needs in front of their own. And we see that throughout the Bible um, when I often read Scripture and it talks about how they travelled from one place to another place. And along the way, they would just stop and, have you got a room? Have you got a bed? There's always an open door for people. Wherever there was room, that people were able to stay along the way. That in our community and where we stay now in 2023, that, you know, we drive in and we close that garage door and we go into the house and may not even see people. That with church today, that we come into church and we are the community, we are the church, that sometimes we can walk into this place and take it that we're on Gogglebox. Has anyone watch Gogglebox? They're, they're watching people and they come in and they're like, Oh, my role is to come into church and give my opinion about church. Is it too dark in here? Is it too light in here? Is that light shining in my eyes? Is the music too loud? Is the music too soft? Is is that um, girl singing in key? Is that boy singing in key? Whatever it is, we give our opinion. And sometimes we can take church as this reality show, that actually we walk in and we're wired to be able to just bring our judgment like the oven door that, you know, how dare it not self-clean. And we bring our opinions. We make it about ourselves. We make it about how is this experience of church going to be the best for me? But what Paul's saying here is to put on that mindset of Christ. To be able to put on the mindset of Christ. To be of one mind. Putting others' needs in front. To be able to look to others. Those interests of others. To be able to build it build up people in our lives, that we are programmed to make it about ourselves. But in fact, how do we come into this community, into this church, and be the church that God intends us to be, that we would look to others? So often we can have that attitude as, "I'll like, oh, just hold on to what I've got. But the reality is that as we give our life, we save it as we give more, more comes to us. That, that attitude of that openness and, and being able to give and be able to look at other people's needs rather than I've only got this limited amount of time, so how can I possibly go and serve and love that person? Or I've only got this amount of money, how can I possibly give it there? But actually as we give it, as we look to others, that our life is so much richer for it as we take on the mindset of Christ, there are some things that for my life is that what I recognise is that they need to come off in order to be able to take on that mindset of Christ. As I've mentioned about Renos, what I understand to be able to create this new space and this new room is what I've had to do is clear out the old stuff to make the new stuff in there. That for us as a people, to be able to look out for others, to be able to have that mindset of Christ, is we need to get rid of some of the mindsets that we have. To be able to take off putting myself first. If I just get myself correct, if I'm, my needs are met, then I'll be able to look after other people. There's a part where there is a healthy looking after ourselves. But there is a taking off that selfish ambition looking out for number one is you know what our world would tell us this take off this vain conceit what that means is pretending that we are better than we actually are Paul writes this all that time ago probably knowing that social media is coming (laughs) that screen and the highlight reel of pretending of what is going on to take off those things take off my self-interest to be able to take on the mind of Christ, that we would have that mind of Christ, to be able to put on that mind of Christ that looks to see others, to look for the interest of others, to look of how I can serve and love others. I have this terrible old couch in our, in our house. It, it was given to me. It's blue. It's a bit ratty. It probably smells a little bit, to be honest. It needs, it needs to be replaced, let's face it but I love it, so at the end of a day, I come on that lounge, lay down, it's a three-seater, and bang, most nights I'm falling asleep on this lounge, it's just a great lounge, does anyone have their, their seat, their position in their house, yeah, what I remember very vividly is my daughter Chantelle also loves my lounge, and I remember at a time, like, Chantelle. Off my chair. There's so many chairs over there. Go and sit on one of those chairs. And she's just lying there having the time of her life. We all tend to have that thing, whether it shows up in those little ways, that we're able to put our own interests, our own needs, our own comfort off the lounge first above others, that we would take on that mindset of Christ. We would take on the example of Christ, that he came to serve and not be served, that he came and laid down his life, poured it all out, that for each one of us, that we would know the love of the Father, counting others as more significant as ourselves. When we take on this mindset of Christ, throwing off those old things, we start asking these questions. We start asking the questions maybe slightly different to what we normally would. We would maybe say, once upon a time, who cares for me? But rather, we'd ask the question, who am I caring for? Or who is encouraging me today? As opposed to, who can I be an encouragement to? Or who is being friendly to me in this church? As opposed to, who can I go and be friendly to? Who can I welcome in this church? Rather, who can I go and welcome? Who can I go and say hello to? Who can I go and be an encouragement to? When we swap our mindsets, when we start coming into this community, being the church, not here as I'm on box and looking out for different options of what could get better, but actually with that mindset of saying, I'm going to have an attitude to be able to look at others to be able to put others' needs first. Who can I, when I walk into this room, meet? Who have I not seen? There are amazing people in our community. Who can I get to know? Who can I be friendly to? Who can I say hello to? Who can I find out actually they're having a bit of a tough time? Who can I help? Who can I serve? That is a different mindset. That is a church at its best, right? That is when the church is being the church, loving each other, serving one another. When we swap these mindsets out, your world would change and our church will change. Your world would change and our church will change. As we take on that mindset of Christ, that attitude to look to others, where everyone would be cared for, where we wouldn't have to roster a welcome team to be the friendly people of our church, that our church is a welcoming church that each and every person would walk in here and they'd be welcome, not necessarily by someone wearing a shirt, but just because our community gets that I am here for others, that I am looking out for someone. So what happens when we look to the interests of others? Let's continue to read on verse 12. Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, And then I'll be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labour in vain. But even if I'm being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and re- glad and rejoice with all of you. So you too should be glad and rejoice with me. Paul is encouraging the church here that while he has seen them working out their salvation... He has seen them work that out in his presence, and now he's saying that in my absence, continue to work out your salvation, continually to relate and love one another, putting others in front of you. The, church, the people here at Philippi is living out their salvation, just as Christ has demonstrated that to us, that Christ came and he, he gave up all things in heaven, that we would know and be in relationship with the Father. That just as Christ has come, that just as we see and know of his tenderness, that we are one in his spirit, that we we love him, that we know the love of the Father. He's saying, work that salvation out. Work it out in community. Work it out in the midst of you. In our church, that we would work out and demonstrate the love of the Father, by looking to others. When we look to others, we take off that mindset. And what he's saying here, that as we demonstrate that, as we relate to one another, looking to others' needs, he's like, this is what will happen, that you will shine like the stars. Last night I was out and I was looking at the sky and thinking about this message. And those, those stars shine so bright in dark spaces. Now I see this picture of our church, that for each one of us, that as we're demonstrating and working out our salvation, seeing to Jesus of what he has done for us, knowing of his love and his compassion, his tenderness towards us, that we then look to others And we shine like the stars. That we would shine brightly. That we would shine and radiate that in our lives in dark places. Now what he's saying here is don't let that arguing, don't let the grumbling get in front of you. I have this picture of, you know, when arguing's starting to happen, that perhaps these shining stars get a little bit dimmer when grumbling starts to happen, a little bit dialled back on how bright we're shining, that we would be a people that would look to others, that we would be able to encourage those around us. I'm going to invite the team up. Paul is encouraging us to relate well with one another, putting those, putting others in front of us, that we as True North Church... That we would shine like stars. That we would shine like stars. That we would be these people. Imagine our church where everybody says, everyone comes into this place with this attitude to say, How can I be a blessing to someone today? How can I be a blessing to someone today? And that picture, if we all adopt it and have this attitude that every person's needs are cared for because someone's looking out for you, that someone's looking out for you and that we shine brightly in that darkest of skies, that where we start to look to others, that we would shine bright. As we get hold of that, as we hold on to that, that our lives would shine bright. That we would be able to be the church that God intends us to be. That we would be able to look to others. I'm going to invite anybody who would like to respond to say, I want to shine bright. That this year I recognise that my life tends to be a little bit focused on me. I tend to maybe come into church and feel like I'm the the goggle box show. I'm first in this one. I've just been able to view my life in the context of self-interest. What pleases me, what's going to make me happy and what's going to make me comfortable. But to be the church, as Paul encourages the church in Philippi, and I think it's an encouragement for us today that we would be a church that would shine brightly, that we would be a church that puts others and looks to others' needs. And if that's you and you would like to be part of that prayer, to say, God, would you work in my life that I would be a person that would look to others, that I would be a, have an attitude, Lord God,
1: of being able to look
0: to others, to be able to have that mindset of Christ, to be able to see people and be able to serve them. If that's you, I'd love for you just to stand up. I'm just going to pray for us. That we would shine bright. That we would adopt and take on that attitude of Christ. Put your hands in front of you as a surrender that be that we would be the church that doesn't look out for our own interests, but Jesus, that you would work in our lives. Show us and give us eyes, Jesus, that we would look to others. That we would see where we can say hello, where we can serve, where we can love others. That whatever is in us, that makes it about me, Jesus. I put that and give that to you. May I take off those things to have that mindset of you, Jesus, that seeks to love and to look to others so Lord I pray that your Holy Spirit would do a work in me do a work in us that we would be a church that would shine bright we love you Lord Amen, Amen we're going to sing this next song let's sing that together